0: I've got this new thing now where I think every podcast should have a partner platform because I think it works really well if you've got one area where you sort of put your arms around your community.
1: You're listening to the Content 10x podcast where it's all about content repurposing. I'm Amy Woods and I'm here to help you maximise your content and find smart ways to get your message in front of more of the right people, whilst also saving time. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Content 10x podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, founder of Content 10x. And for this episode, I've got a fantastic guest lined up. My guest is Kate Cocker, and the discussion is about how to repurpose content into a thriving community. Now, Kate is an award-winning podcaster, having won a British podcast award in 2022 for her daily show, Everyday Positivity. She's also the director of podcast production company Purposeful Pods, where she works with businesses that are purpose-driven and helps them launch and run a podcast. She's also the founder and director of The Presenter Coach, where she coaches people to improve their presentation skills, whether on screen, on air, or on stage. And I know firsthand what a great presenter coach Kate is because I've worked with her myself. But This conversation is focused on her podcast Everyday Positivity and we talk about content and community building. So we discuss why it's valuable to build a community to go alongside your content, how to choose the right platform and also the repurposing potential and how having a community can result in a never-ending flow of content ideas. It's a fantastic conversation. Let's jump in. Kate Cocker, welcome to the Content Tenx x podcast. Hello, nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. No, it's so awesome to have you here, Kate. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. <laughs> so okay. to get started, um, before we kind of jump into the main conversation, could you just share a bit about your career? So in terms of where you started from and how you got to where you are today?
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so I started... Basically, when I was at university, I wanted to win an Oscar for being a film editor, applied to the National School of Television and Film after my degree and didn't get in. So I quite enjoyed hanging out with all the radio people at university and ended up working in radio and got a really great first job down in Bristol for um, what is now global radio. And just fell in love with it and loved audio, loved being able to edit audio, started by making jingles because basically that looked like, that department looked like they were making film, you know, (laughs) they looked like they were editing movies, only it was audio. And really just fell in love with it from there. Loved all the communication stuff, loved helping presenters be amazing. Then went from Bristol to Manchester to launch Expo Manchester, worked at Key 103 as well, worked at Six Music, worked with the likes of Guy Garvey and Mick Rock, the photographer, worked with some really awesome music greats. And all the way through, just loved, you know, working in all mindset stuff, really. I got into performance coaching in my first job and loved all of the stuff that we could do with that high performance uh, in that high performance role, you know, as radio presenters, I was supporting people to be high performers. Basically they had to be on their game every single day. And to do that, you have to have a positive mindset and you have to have all that coaching stuff in the background. And, um, yeah, I just deployed that all of the time. So, uh, set up my own company to manage some talents, then moved to six music. Then, 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 And when I left key one Oh three, which was the big radio station in Manchester, that I was running, I decided to set up the presenter coach. And as I was setting up the presenter coach, I also thought, gosh, I could really do with a positive mind, uh, positive words in my head. And uh, my husband had just had some relatively good success with his rugby podcast because he was like first one out the gate to do a rugby podcast in that style. Now they're all over the place. His is like the egg chasers rugby podcast. And I thought, I just want some original space. And that's when Everyday Positivity came in. We actually parked it for six months. My husband and I sat in the pub and, I, and he went, you know what, it's not quite what presenter coaching is about, is it? And I thought, you know what, he's right. So he parked it. And then I was in the Facebook support group, that podcast support group um, that is quite a big community now. And someone, well, Riad over at Volley put in a message saying, does anyone have any good short form content? This was about four years ago now. And I just sort of put my hand up and went, me? And that's when Everyday Positivity was born. I was going to call it Everyday PMA, but he suggested calling it Everyday Positivity because of search and stuff. And we set, spent the first few months with Everyday Positivity running as a daily flash briefing. So it was purely on Amazon Echo, and then we opened it up into a podcast. And then four years—well, four years—it's three and a half years later. Four, it's four, four years in July next year. So yeah, we've just gone past our three year. Is that right? I feel like that's right. Maybe Didn't. in four years. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, we've done over
1: 1,500 episodes and we're still wow. going wrong, So that's incredible. Like, uh, you know, that amount of time and in, in, in a daily podcast as well. It's wonderful. Yeah. Now, I know we're going to talk about everyday positivity, but when you mentioned in in your kind of you know whistle stop tour of your career today about <laughs> um about the presenter side of things you know you you are such an awesome presenter coach and you know thank you so much for helping me because um you know I, as I've just come back from speaking at content marketing world it wouldn't have been you know talk that it was and I wouldn't have been as confident as I was if it wasn't for your support Kate so thank you <laughs> like
0: Oh no, you're a good speaker, Amy. You're really good. You get you you make it easy for me because you come with all this amazing content. So it's often just about uh, shaping what you've got into something that you know just has a bit more impact. That yeah, form.
1: that's a, you're so good at that though. I'll come to you with a talk that I think no, it, it's kind of okay, and then I'll leave. I'll leave your <laughs> session with you thinking yes, like we've actually like we've done something to make okay better. So did you great. get a big round of applause? I did. I got a, a round of applause when I finished the talk, and then even after a brief Q&A, there was another round of applause as well. So I was really, really happy. So yeah, it was good. Thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So back to everyday positivity. So huge congrats on winning the uh, British podcast award earlier this year. Absolutely amazing Um, and very well deserved. Now you've already mentioned it's a short form It's daily. So, how? If if anybody listening not familiar with podcasts, so how short form is it, and you know, like the kind of format of the of the show, just to explain that a little bit more.
0: Yeah. So, I guess my mission is that you have a voice in your head every single day that reminds you to be kind to yourself. You know, in this world of negativity, it's about tips, stories, funny things that just help you to go. You know what? I've got this today. The idea then is that it's every single day. So. I think sometimes the, the episode will be about a minute. Sometimes it'll be about four, five minutes, depending on how, um, <laughs> yeah. how lengthy it will get or how, how verbose I'm feeling. So on average, about two to three minutes. It's meant to be a sort of bite-sized nugget. I sort of laugh when people listen to me and binge listen to me because I always say I'm good in small doses. <laughs> Why are you binging? Um, and then the whole, there's no music. It's just me. It's just my story, my structure. Uh, my tip or something that I've picked up, you know, it, I get ideas from all over the place. Uh, I have coaching sessions with uh, clients and my team. And sometimes I go, oh, that's an episode. <laughs> and so that comes out or I'll have moments with the kids that I'll just share that, you know, or, or from my training, a lot of my training goes in like my, my physical training, like I love my fitness and the stuff I learn in my workouts, I kind of bring to it as well. So the format is, it's just me talking I'll tell the story, we'll edit it and we upload it. And then it goes out every single day. And it's sort of done because it was a flash briefing. Every single day it would disappear. So we do it in mind that tomorrow it may not be there. However, obviously now it's a podcast, you can binge me only in small doses though, please. Thanks.
1: So, are the um, are the first episodes when you initially started as a flash briefing? Are they are the earlier episodes not on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts? What what point did you? You know
0: what? I've never I've never been asked that before. No, they won't be. No, they won't be. Mm-hmm. So the very the first, how many days? First hundred or so probably aren't on, on there. No. Yeah. So I haven't scanned back to look at it. <laughs> but yeah, we we started we started about four months in.
1: Yeah, and then got a... RSS feed and turn it into a podcast that's cool yeah, yeah. um so in terms of the community now when you and i spoke and we were talking about the podcast award and i know something we discussed was that um a uniqueness and something that you bring with it, this everyday positivity show is a community with it and helping yeah. and working with the community so firstly you know how did you grow the community like what platforms are they on and how did that come about in terms of you know, building up that community?
0: So I think every, I've got this new thing now where I think every podcast should have a partner platform because I think it works really well if you've got one area where you sort of put your arms around your community. You've got this kind of, I want to say ring fence, but it always seems a bit (laughs) like I'm trapping them in. That's not what I mean. Uh, But this idea that you've got this two-way space. So, you, you know, with the podcast, you're just putting stuff out there, you're broadcasting with a Facebook group, which is what I use for everyday positivity, you've got an opportunity to have a conversation so they can speak back to you. We started it, um, it wasn't one of the first things that we did, but we started it, we ran a bit of boosting to, to get some sponsorship behind the group, you know, sponsored posts, sorry, behind the group, so that it got a bit of a boost. But generally, uh, the way I build it is through the listenership. So I can see the difference when I've mentioned the uh, Facebook group on the podcast. I can see people joining and I, I see an upturn in the, in the joining. And then, yeah, so then, then that space just became really active. So we focused entirely on the Facebook group, you know. Uh, I think it really, I think that the content probably, and obviously being on the Amazon Echo initially as well, that content, I think, leans slightly older. So I find that a lot of my audience are 50 plus, generally women. Um, and I think that's the place that face, you know, Facebook groups that sits right in that demographic now, you know, so, so that's where the community started. And then we just built from there and just kept on pushing. i tell you what, the thing that made me laugh right at the beginning was, you know, we were so keen on getting reviews, especially on, um, so if you look up everyday positivity on Amazon, I've got an enormous number of reviews but that's because I used to hammer it. So every single day I'm in your ears and I'm going, leave a review, leave a review, leave a review to a point where there are some reviews saying all she talks about is getting reviews like that. But it means that that message is getting through and it's the same with the Facebook group. So, you know, there have been periods of time where all I've talked about is the Facebook group. Um, And then it's about adding value in that Facebook group and making sure that they're feeling served in that space as well.
1: Yeah, in terms of the, the content that you are creating for the um, Facebook group, is there any like repurposing of episodes? I guess being daily and short, perhaps not like the typical repurposing you'd see from longer form. But is there any of that, or is it usually kind of you know, more fresh new content for the community itself?
0: We have tried an enormous number of things over the years, because the podcast is daily. Mm that's what I fall back to always. Yeah. So I do repurpose content. I'm looking at it more recently because we've just launched on Instagram. And I think that actually is a better place for us to be pushing people directly to the episodes. I don't quite know how to break this all down for you because there's been so many different things. We did try YouTube at one point and it didn't really work. But I think that's probably because we edited the video slowly. So sometimes they're about a month behind the episodes. And I think we probably gave up on it a bit too soon. I'd like to go back to YouTube actually to see if we can rebuild that audience. But if we're just focusing on the Facebook group, I went to an Amy Woods content center right (laughs) at the beginning of Everyday's Positivity's Existence. I think we just started the Facebook group and you gave your lovely um, Bob yeah Uh, is it (laughs) yeah Uh,
1: yes wait a second um the podcaster how can i barry 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 Barry. i nearly forgot his name (laughs) but barry Mm. and you were talking about that that idea that
0: actually yes i'm there daily on the podcast but actually where else am i putting in these touch points how often else am i serving them and what i started to do was on a sunday i do a journal prompt i still do it actually and what i started to you'd said put you know, put a video into like your Facebook feed or something like that. And I thought, you know, I'll just start doing that. So I think, and that was on stage to everyone. So it wasn't like, you know, you, you said it was something like if your podcast is going out weekly and then you plot out on a calendar, all the different places that it could be. And you were like, there's one video that talks about something on Instagram, maybe. And I went, okay, well, on the journal prompt day, I'll just start filming a video. And I just would do like a little Facebook video. I'd be out on the dog walk and I'd talk about the journal prompts and put and put it into the group and that created that conversation and that was really good I look back actually I haven't done it for a really long time and I was looking back the other day and I thought gosh those look really good (laughs) but I do different things now so I do a lot of text-based stuff actually in the Facebook group and it is repurposing the episodes but it is about being choosy on those episodes because I think every day is too much yeah
1: Mm. and
0: what I tend to find because it is a two-way conversation in that group what I tend to find is that like today I've had you know, what I often get is people saying, oh, I needed that episode today. So that that works quite nicely. It's like getting that feedback of going, oh, people have got their little thing to pitch in. I think I did international on the day after uh, the queen passed away. I'd had an, I had international teddy bear day already lined up and playing out. And it was about like your first teddy bear and people started posting about that. I <laughs> changed it in the middle of the day. I changed it to a sort of you know, represent the fact that Queen had passed away. Um, but yeah, people started posting pictures of their first teddy bears. And that kind of happens quite instinctively now because that I try to create a space in that Facebook group that they feel like they can talk to me and to the rest of the group. Um so that was one way. And then and then in the pandemic, the other thing we started to do was a monthly hangout. So I just did a free Like it's an hour and a half. We've got one on Saturday, actually this week where we just get together. And initially I started doing them like real, like facilitated group coaching calls. But actually what I got was they just wanted to talk to each other. Like people, we just want to talk to each other about the stuff that we're going through. So I just now really just facilitate like this week. I think we're going to do overwhelm as a theme. But what will come from that is like, I leave like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays recording for um, next week because of Saturday. I'll get loads of content out of that call because they'll all come with their ideas about how they deal with overwhelm. And I'll be like, "Oh, that's a really good one. And then I'll share it with the group. Credit them, obviously, but then I'll share it with the, with the listeners and, and they get a kick because they hear their name on the podcast. So, you know, it's, it is just that constant. I, I think for me, it's about that constant two-way stream. And I do worry about not posting enough sometimes. And then I have to remind myself, you know, the podcast goes out every day. I'm with them every single day. So it's almost like a different, where some podcasts are releasing once a week, maybe once a month, and so you need that daily contact with your listeners in another way. I'm the other way around, so I don't feel the pressure of posting so much on social media, um although with instagram i'm I'm starting to try some different things with that.
1: yeah, that was a long answer. No, no, it's great. it's um, as you mentioned right at the start, you know, I guess the thing with podcasts are they are kind of a broadcasting a one- way street unless you do yeah. things like you're doing with regards to you know having that community. And so it's it's really cool that you have the Facebook group, which sounds perfect for the demographic that you mentioned is like the main listeners. And then I was going to ask if you do live streaming because like the monthly live you know, just awesome to have that access to you and, you know, break down yeah. even more barriers and more transparency and everything like that.
0: So we did, I did some lives. I I have done lives in the past and they do work. So I've got like nice little exercises and yeah. things like that I'll do as lives. And I started doing these hangouts as webinars. So I did like a Zoom webinar and then I get people up to ask questions. Yeah. Now I just do them as Zoom calls. We're just all, there's like 15 or 16 of us maybe some weeks, some months there can be 40 of us, but if there's usually about a core group that come every month and we chat and to the point where we've had, you know, obviously what's what goes on in the Zoom stays in the Zoom is the rule I say. But what I find is it's the hive mind is almost more beneficial because sometimes people come, they've got lots to talk about. And that's really hard. Like I'm not a therapist. Yeah. I'm a coach. Mm-hmm. I'm a trained coach, but I'm not a trained therapist. And so sometimes I feel like, oh gosh, they're wanting the answers from me. But actually, in that group, what I then find is that I know I now know them well enough to know who has the experience to be able to help. Yeah. So I'll almost facilitate.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, and like you said, just being able to connect people, like the leader of yeah. the community, it's not about solving everyone's problem, but it's yeah. being a connector, isn't it? Um, yeah, absolutely. And it, it, what, what you were saying about how you don't have a worry of like constant front of mind because you are a, a daily show. So you are constantly front yeah. of mind. So quite often when I'm um, speaking to people and they have, like weekly podcasts, or like you said, even like every two weeks or monthly, you know, more of that challenges, well, between the episodes, how do I stay in front of mind? I think for you, like what kind of jumped out to me is, wow, well, it's not that, but how do you come up with content every single day? Um, so having a community and everything that you've said about the conversations that you have with people and obviously discussions in the group, do, is it the community that are really then Helping you to almost repurpose the conversations and the issues that feed this constant engine of thoughts and ideas for the episodes.
0: Yeah, so I really there are two ways I do it. One is I will every now and then I'll go. We've had a bit of a period of actually because we want to launch a Patreon, so we're looking to launch a Patreon, but we want to make sure it's right for the community, especially in a time where you know everyone's talking about cost of living crisis and you're about to start charging for things and. Um. But we've we've done a lot of experimenting over the last four or five months and a lot of asking. And so sometimes I'll just post in the group, right, how are you feeling? And that will be enough for me to go, OK, this is the kind of current state of mind. This is the sort of content that I can help with. And oh, sorry, this is the sort of thing I can help with. And that will make this content really relevant and current. And then the other way that I do it is if I know I'm going to be launching stuff, I'll sometime, I'll do a lot of things that mean that they're involved in that launch. Yeah. So if I think, right, I want to do a journal, I did a journal journey, for example, and I knew I wanted to do a journal journey is, I should explain that. So journal journey was for 30 days, I did 30 journal prompts and I did it as a private podcast that you paid for Right. Uh, as part of the group. And and we designed it really specially. So as I said, Everyday Positivity is about two minutes, just me talking but these journal journeys, we designed that I would do the journal prompt and then do 10 minutes of music so you can literally sit and write during that music. And then at the end I finish off and say, write more tomorrow, as it were. And I got them involved in that. So it was really nice to be able to go, right, this is your idea. And by the end of it, you know, it's your idea. This is what you want, and, you know, and now it's going to be delivered in this way. And 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 that, to me, that's creating the
1: space again for them to feel. Like it's theirs. And and that's the point, really. Hey, just a little break from this week's episode to let you know about becoming a content 10x insider. If you want more content repurposing tips and advice, then why not join hundreds of business owners, marketers, and content creators who get them delivered straight to their inbox once a week by subscribing to the content 10x newsletter. As well as tips and advice, you get industry updates, inspiring stories, exclusive content offers, and more. You can subscribe at content10x.com forward slash newsletter, and there's a link in the show notes too okay back to this week's episode so I mean I
0: did something the other day which I've never done in four years which is I literally ask what emotions people really struggle with and that like Facebook post has got like 80 comments on it and you know that it's really informing the content yeah. forward because I go I'm going right okay well overwhelm has come up about 20 times so ton- tonight, oh, sorry, on Saturday, I think I'm going to theme the Everyday Positivity Hangout as overwhelm. I'll have a basic idea of what we can talk about, but people will share how they deal with overwhelm in that group. And then by Thursday, there'll have been three episodes on overwhelm or something. Yeah, you know, that awesome. I'll, have, I'll have then repurposed into that. Or this is what helps. I mean, even when overwhelm came up, I then did a, I think, um, I, one of my highest ep- highest listened to episodes. In that we were just looking at the numbers today. Is uh, three ways to stop overthinking, and that was uh, that came out of that 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 post because I think someone said something about I think I overthink. And I was like, right, okay, well, here's three ways to deal with it, and that that that's then a post, that's then a podcast episode, and you can see the numbers go up. So it it does the repurpose and the growth.
1: Can, continues to happen in both directions yeah you just constantly kind of in, in, in tune with the audience aren't you and yeah. like, like it's helping you to break down those barriers and and create the content that they need at the time that they need it as well it's the timeliness yeah. of it all as well Um one of the things that jumps out to me when you were saying about the um, kind of creating content into the Facebook group and you said that you've tried some kind of like written like text options and things like that. A thing that jumped out to me was um, maybe you're going to tell me you do this, but um, a weekly email where you do a summary of every episode that week, you know, just like a sort of the everyday positivity weekly roundup or everyday positive yeah. insider or something like you get it every Friday or something or whatever it is and it has a paragraph on each episode just like um like a short a short like written down like positivity boost so that the people who are listening to it and also kind of engaging in the Facebook group but some people I think like would love to just email, you know, isn't like dead at all. And that's the kind of thing that they would forward on to, you know, in terms of growing the audience too, because it's so easy to hit forward, isn't it? And you could put at the end of the email, if this could improve Somebody else that you it was the life that you know hit forward now and forward this onto them. And then when it forwards onto them, um, you know, they're going to read it and then you know, be more aware of you. Maybe like I would say about subscribing to the podcast as well. That could be something great because as you grow in the page, yeah, as well. That's so funny,
0: isn't it funny that you that so we've um, <laughs> so I, we one of the repurposes that we did so last year we did a workbook at Christmas. So it was like a colouring book and like loads of different meditations and things in there. It was just a bit of an experiment to see if something like that would be like something that they would want. And they do. It was nice. And I've now used them, you know, they're really good little merchandise things. We put a QR code in them. I was like, oh, let's put a QR code in the pod follow. Yeah, awesome. That's great. Why aren't we doing that? So we started doing that now. The really funny thing is I really wanted to do like, you know, the Daily Stoic. I think Ryan Holiday did the Daily Stoic. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'd really love to take all the episodes, transcribe them into a 365 kind of themes Mm -hmm. of the week type of thing. And it's really funny because my mother-in-law is like a, a writer, and so I got her to go through it all. And she's come back and she's gone, Kate. You basically say the same thing. No, really. Oh my god! Funny because like, she's like the message is basically the same. So just <laughs> not that's not to say that it is exactly the same episode every day, but in in theory, the themes yeah. Yeah, are quite similar yeah, and because yeah. it's daily. <laughs> you, it's quite disposable. You do. You know, I've never, ever repeated an episode, but I have repeated concepts and I have retold stories over the years. That's like 1500 plus episodes, right? But I can't believe that in all of that, I've never thought, let's do a weekly roundup on an email. It's so obvious to do. Like, it's so funny, isn't it? That's another Amy Woods classic that's going to build my community. Yeah,
1: it it could even be (laughs) just like the seven mantras of this week, couldn't it? It doesn't have to be particularly wordy, does it? But just like like the seven mantras from this week is, you know, people do just love those blasts, as you know, like the audio, but like receiving that. I mean not I'm not like just like just one other thing that suddenly pops in my head but I mean you could almost have like weekly subscribers or daily where you could um so he said about he the daily up, but, yeah. but some people could subscribe daily but it could say if you don't want daily then subscribe to my weekly roundup yeah, instead yeah. and then so some people could could just get that blast daily and some people will get the like the roundup or something but um it's good isn't it because um it's brilliant to build like the community that you've been building on facebook but um it, and and uh, like you know people kind of say oh but it building it's building a community on and other person's land and things like that. What if Facebook got taken down or something like that? Um, but I, I think with the content 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 that you have and things like that, you have no worries yeah. about that. But, um, unless someone kind of hacked it and started like posting awful things in there or something, which I'm sure yeah, would not i sure yeah. won't happen, won't happen. No, I but, know, um, no, no. but it's a funny one, isn't it? Because the email is the strongest one. of um directly having like um like you you own it yeah then, and we do have a you do have a mailing list yeah we do collect but, um, so yeah yeah it just jumps out but you know what i'm like uh like I, I could just sit Every here and suddenly i'd be like say you could do this could do that but no what like to i guess to kind of summarize though it's just you know it's awesome what you're doing with the podcast and you've um you know you're coming up with these constant ideas you've built this community you've identified the platform that the majority of your community are on you're, you're like breaking down barriers and providing that access to you and transparency and then through the the community building and the interaction with them it's helping you to provide like timely relevant content you know continuously to help them and you know and 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 i'm sure there are um Lots of different parameters that people look at when they issue great awards, like the British podcast award book. I think, uh, you know, obviously a big thing must have just been as well, like how much of a community and what you've built around a show. Like it, it, some of the yeah. most popular and successful shows have really strong communities behind them, don't you? And yours is kind of growing and growing alongside the the content and the presentation skills and every other parameter I'm sure that they look at. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> So yeah, no. It was funny because when I when I did enter that award, I was really aware of the fact that I was going to be up against like because it was daily daily podcast, and there are some excellent entries in that. You know, the nominations I was up against against, in the nominations they did ten podcasts, and they're astonishing podcasts. They're all journal, they're quite newsy, quite journalistically sound. Highly produced, yeah. And I even remember putting in the first paragraph of my award, like in the entry. I was like, I know this isn't a high production value because it's just me talking, but yeah, like the impact is huge. And yeah. I think, you know, the judges said that the community was the most important part of it. You know, that was what they liked about it—that growth of the community. So, you know, and and as I said, like when we won the awards, I'm like, it's their award. Like they're the ones that, yeah okay, this is, this is really, this is how I think of them. I love that community so much. I love the listeners. I see them like this one big person, <laughs> like a lot of, made up of lots of it's people. It's a Marshmallow Man. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So, but to be, but I see them as this kind of, they're part of me as much as, like they, they're really lovely about the work that I do. And they're always very nice and loving and grateful, but they, they will never, I don't think they'll know how, how important they are to me. and. Like, to the point where, a couple, like, a year or so ago, we were at my... Um, my hu- Oh, no, it was just before... It was just the beginning of the pandemic, actually. We, the last thing we did was my um, my husband's uh, grandmother's funeral. And there was a very emotional bit. And I kind of had this weird longing for the group, like, in this moment of loss. I was like, I really just want to be part... I want to be on uh, the Facebook <laughs> group and I want to be talking to them. So there's a genuine love and affection there. And, and you know, I, I've done... I've offered coaching sessions and things like that, so I know some of them quite personally as well now. Um, but yeah, the the it, I can't. It, it, it's a lovely connection, but it it really does fire and, and um, it's the rudder
1: and the engine yeah. to the content. Yeah, and final question is: What plans do you have now for for the sort of growth of the show in the community? Have you got any? new uh kind of tricks up your sleeve or you know just any any you mentioned like the patreon and uh, yeah I've already mentioned quite a few things anyway but is there anything that you haven't mentioned that you've got planned for the content
0: well I think I think we're kind of in motion now so we're interested in we're looking at this book I think we were looking to try and get it out before Christmas but um I have a feeling we'll be into the new year now the book is going to be instead of a daily, like three, six, five pages of daily inspiration just for the last few episodes um, or the last year of episodes, it's going to be, um, I have seven pillars that make up like the, the practices that you can put into practice for positivity. So we'll probably design it around that. So that will come out um, hopefully in the next six months. Then um, obviously the Patreon is like the first sort of dabble into that sort of subs- subscription, if you like, yeah. um, sort of model. So we'll see how that goes. And then it's just trying out growth strategies. So it's, it's about, you know, this partner platform, which for me has always been the Facebook group is great. But, you know, I think when you go into like, we did, again, we asked the audience, like, what other platforms are you on? They're on Instagram. So we're going into Instagram and I get a lot of interaction through Instagram, I've been really surprised by the speed of growth and the interaction I get. Like people are genuinely, it's like being in the Facebook group, but on Instagram. And then we're looking at TikTok. So it's like, actually, TikTok is going, right, can we attract a younger audience? Am I going to be desirable to them? So it's a different audience. Whereas Instagram, I think, is more of a similar audience, but a wider net. So, and the content allows so much better for Instagram. So that's the sort of growth stuff that we're now thinking about, really. And, you know, what Patreon will then bring is, you know, we'll do more journal journeys that you can subscribe to. That'll, that's through the Patreon. Brilliant you know, we'll look at maybe doing some more lives and stuff like that, but the hangouts will continue to happen. So. Sounds
1: awesome. Yeah. And I, and yeah, I, I think um, it sounds really good. And um, what you said about Instagram and uh, TikTok uh, with the complete sort of like overlap between Instagram Reels and TikTok yeah. and Instagram Reels being where it's at on the platform, seems like such a great um, idea for you. And um, while you mentioned that kind of younger audience, um, I actually think that, you know, TikTok has got such a broad audience now. And if you look at like Edison Research and things like that, where they're looking at the numbers, it's grown across every age group, like every single age group. So um, I think the kind of content that you're doing like the everyday positivity building the community so it'd be a a brilliant avenue to um to explore like maybe creating you know the same thing for reels and tiktok and seeing how that goes so yeah very exciting (laughs) (laughs) the
0: interesting bit is that you've got this community that i want them to feel like they've invested their time and energy so they get the special stuff so it's just kind of managing the types of content that go out uh but yeah it's all about just getting basically i just I want people to have, I think positivity will change the world, right? If you've got a positive mindset, if you wake up in the morning and you're in a good mood, you know your day, your decisions, your life, everything is better. And so really, I just want to spread positivity as best I can and just build that community so that other people can, you know, my positivity if you like, are spreading positivity every single day. So,
1: um, so yeah, so that's the that's the potential behind the growth really is just to kind of keep that moving. Keep that going. Well, okay, you have made me extremely more positive having this conversation <laughs> today. And I hope for everyone listening that they are now. That bit more positive, having listened to the conversation today, and we'll go on and uh, listen to everyday positivity as well, so <laughs> yeah, have a look for us, yes, um, yeah. I
0: should end the end the episode like I end every single episode, which yep. is uh, have a great day and remember you have one hundred percent. Got
1: this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Well, in terms of connecting with you, of course, apart from going checking out every day positivity, listening yeah. to the show, um, is there anywhere else that you specifically would like um, listeners to go in and connect and say hi and let you know that they listen to the show?
0: Yeah. So let's go for the uh, the new Instagram channel. So it's at official everyday positivity. So check us out there, uh, and then everything else that I do, you can connect to from there
1: brilliant well we'll um obviously share the links to everything in the show notes of course so um so kate it's been a very positive experience thank you for coming on the show um it's been really great so thanks kate Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that discussion and thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the content 10x podcast, then why not hit that subscribe button on your podcast listening app of choice so that you can get updated when new episodes are released. And I'd really, really appreciate it if you could leave a review as well. That really makes a difference for the podcast. Also, please do get a copy of my book, Content 10x, More Content, Less Time, Maximum Results. It is the ultimate, guide to repurposing every type of content and it's available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback and also in audiobook as well. And you can head to content10x.com forward slash book to find all the other places that you can get a copy of my book. And if you would like us to do your content repurposing for you, then we offer a fully end-to-end done for you content repurposing service. This is for podcasters and video content creators. We have our podcast 10x video 10x and also our specific LinkedIn 10x service helping you to become the leading authority in your industry on LinkedIn. You can find out so much more about our services on our website and also please do give me a follow on the social media platforms. I share lots and lots of tips and advice on social media about content repurposing. I'm at content10x on Instagram facebook twitter and if you try content 10x.com forward slash linkedin you'll find my linkedin profile over there as well all that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and i'll catch you in the next one